Hey everyone, you're listening to Creatively Overwhelmed with Blake Child, all about the journey to thinking less and creating more. I'm your host, Blake, and I hope you leave more inspired than you came. Okay, okay. Hi! I'm a little new to this and I don't exactly know like what to do and I feel a little like warm and hot and uncomfortable, but I'm going to get over it. So I'm just going to be chatting about me, um, introducing myself and going over the premise and how everything's going to work. So I originally, I just, I'm just going to give like a little backstory. I originally wanted to um, start this podcast last year. Well, honestly, ever since they kind of picked it up, I've always wanted to start one, but I didn't have anything to talk about. And especially with like the kind of um, YouTube videos that I had been making, which was like hair and I was just like in a different, completely different mindset where I didn't have much to talk about. I didn't even know. I don't know, like the last couple of years up until like literally this year, I think I've been just in a completely different mindset. And I'm not going to say it's like it was a bad thing because I think it was actually very beneficial because I was more focused on like me and my like personal health. And I'm realizing that before I could even worry about anything else like making stuff and creating art and um, picking up my work and like developing my skills for my career I had to like get my mind right and like build um, skills and endurance to like survive basically and as an adult in life and I think that's what's been happening or that's what was happening since I turned 18 at Honestly, I'm 22 now. So like ever since I graduated high school, everything's just been like weird. And it's finally not feeling weird in a way where it's like, I don't know. I'm able to just like, I just, things just, I don't know. I really don't know how to explain it. <laughs> I don't even know how to explain it, but I feel like I'm not the only one. So um, I always wanted to start a podcast, didn't have anything to talk about. Last year, um was kind of like the peak of, especially with the pandemic, 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 of just not, I was feeling so unfulfilled. And like I was making videos like on my YouTube channel um, that was just all about one side of me really, which was like doing my hair. And it was not it for me. (laughs) It wasn't doing what it needed. I wasn't, what am I trying to say? I was not expressing myself really at all, but to the ability that I wanted to. And I felt very stifled and like a bottle, like filling up with air and it was like about to burst. Like I just wasn't releasing the kind of energy that I needed to, if that makes sense. Um, And I also had, along with like not being able to do what I wanted, I was also wanting to do so many things, but I felt like I wasn't able to or what I wanted to do didn't fit the kind of content that I was making already and it was just like a whole bunch of like I'm just not I have so many ideas and I can't get them out what do I do and um that's when I kind of I knew I was feeling like very overwhelmed and I and that's when I kind of found out about the term creative overwhelm where it's just like you have so many ideas and thoughts and it's just you can't get them out fast enough um and I wanted to have like a whole chat about that later but that's kind of what inspired 
what I'm doing right now. Because I wanted to do so many different things, it was also a little weird because that's all, it's not that normal or not encouraged to be like, I do this, 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 and this, and do them all the time. Like normally, like if someone's giving you advice, it's like, you know, hone in, scale down, but I've never been that way. And so I've always found it hard. I really do like to do a lot of different things. And um, I began to feel like I just wanted that to be okay. And I wanted to share how I like to function and like my way of living and creating and stuff like that. And I thought, why not share that and eventually and hopefully find more people like that that can relate to me on that level. You know, like I do like cameras. I do like to crochet and then I do like graphic design and also like doing my nails and yes I do like doing my hair and it's like there's so many different things and I and I like it that way like when I've tried to scale down and hone in that's when I get to not feeling like myself so I came to terms with that's just how I am and I think that it's really okay and I want to make it known and make it say you know like I want to open up a space where People like that are welcome and that it's okay. And that's where this all kind of began. That's kind of like the background of the of this whole project. And I originally was supposed to like roll it out in December. Um, but then December was like the start of like everything with the studio. That's when I realized like I wanted my own space. And that's when I started looking. And then all of this year, I've been preparing for it, moving in and getting settled. And so now is the finally the time. So this is one of my goals for the first three months of the year, um, the first quarter. So here we are, accomplishing goals. What to expect on this podcast? Um, I'll usually open up with like what I've been working on, my current projects and interests, and just like what's motivating and inspiring me recently and currently. And then I'll be making something during the video um, just to keep me a little bit more calm. And then I'll also have a topic of the week. So this week's topic is getting to know me. Um, so I'm going to have a Q&A in a second. And then at the end, I'll close out with some creative encouragement for the week. All right. So for the topic of this week, it's just a get to know me. I'm going to have I asked my Instagram peeps to ask me some questions, just like general get to know me questions. And I also just wanted to share some facts that I thought that I just wanted to share um, because I've I've never really talked about myself um, or I'm, I might have in like a couple of Q&A videos that I've done on YouTube, but I don't do it often. And usually it's just kind of like hair, you know, like the main topic of the video. And I might tell y'all like, what I'm listening to or my favorite TV show. But when it comes to like knowing me and like how I work and stuff like that, I haven't really done a great job at doing that. Although it was never really my priority, but I just want to start sharing a little bit more so y'all know like, you know, what I'm about. As y'all know, my name is Blake. Um, I've been creating content for 10 years almost. I uploaded my first YouTube video in 2013. And the first, the very, very first one was a was a DIY video and I DIYed sunglasses. And I had posted on my Instagram, which I only had like friends at school, like probably had like 60 followers to like go watch the video. And when I was 
school, I posted it over the summer and then when school started, or I was in summer band, which is like a month before school started. And um, some of the some, some of my friends had said that they had watched the video. And I was like, I cringed. I was, it was just, it was mortifying kind of. Like it was very, I don't know, it embarrassed me for some reason. And I ended up deleting the video. So that one's not on there anymore. But when I gained the courage to post again, because I was just making videos in my free time before I even started a YouTube channel, um, I used to download free trials of video editors and just edit videos for fun. Um, I also used to just record myself for fun. Like for some reason I have this memory of recording myself do paper origami. so funny so the very first video on my channel is the second technically the second video i ever uploaded and it's an outfit of the day it's private right now though <laughs> um so yeah and it's been a business for me so i've been like making money from this for the last four years so i think i made my first um like my first youtube adsense income and spon brand sponsorship were in the same year and that was 2019. Um, and then the year before that I used I used to make content for another a beauty brand based in Dallas and that's kind of where everything started to pick up so it was like about 2018 early 2019 that everything started to pick up so to take it all the way back, um, I was in sixth grade and that's when I first decided that I wanted to be a filmmaker. They had like a career day type thing. And I was like, I can't remember how I found out about filmmaking, um, but I knew I wanted to be it. I kind of feel like it might be associated with Catfish, the documentary, which I'm in love with Catfish and I watch it every week till this day. But I can't remember if that would have been the same year, but I remember when the documentary came out and I watched it and I was just like so intrigued. I don't know if that was like around the same year, but it, it really could have been where I learned about like, I saw other people in an in industry that really interests me. And um, yeah, so, but even before then I had many cameras, I would take photos, shoot video. Um, I still have all my cameras too. Um, I, I used to ask for cameras for Christmas and like for birthday and for presents and things like that. So. When it comes to photo and video, it has literally been my life for forever, along with music, which I don't do as much anymore. But so that was around the time where everything started to like pick up. And sixth grade is also like when you have to start making decisions. So I remember I wanted I was in art class, but then I also wanted to be in band, but you couldn't do both. So I never really got to explore art until my senior year because I chose band. I played clarinet since sixth grade and I did marching band and everything like that. So um, I was really into music a lot in like the teen years and I didn't do as much art, but I also did graphic design and that's where I really found like what I really wanted to do because I was good at it and it was so cool and like I had so much fun doing it. So around that same time in sixth grade, um, I went to theater camp. I think it was the sixth grade that summer after. So at the theater camp, we like, explored different things. We did like dancing and there was singing, there was art and there was like an end of the program performance. And so when it came time to do that, I did the light lighting design for the entire um, show. 
And I thought that it was so cool. And I was like, did you guys see the lights when my family show came? And I think that just kind of goes to show like my true self because I've always claimed to prefer to be behind the camera, but I've always been in front of it. But like when it goes to like my true, true self, things like light design, setting up the camera, cinematography is what I have always been interested in and what I really am interested in. And I'm looking to explore more now. Around the same time, I also got my first um, big camera. It was a DSLR camera. I still have it. It's a Nikon D5100. And that was my very first camera. And that's what started my YouTube channel. I had like, begged, begged, begged my mom to buy it. I think it was like $1,200, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> um, my parents really invested in me and it's it's done. I think it's, you know, it paid off. But um, so yeah, I uploaded my first video with that camera in 2013. And I've been making YouTube videos ever since. In high school, it wasn't as consistent, but every now and then I would do it for fun. Like I would spend like an entire weekend filming and editing a video. Some of my best and favorite videos, in my opinion, are from that time I made in high school on the weekends when I wasn't telling anybody. So after I had deleted that original video and started posting again. I kept it a secret for a couple of years. And eventually my parents, um, I don't know if I told them or if they kind of like found out or figured it out or something, but of course they were supportive, but I'd like just tried to keep it a secret as much as possible. So that's why it's always been like really hard to, for me, even till this day to put myself out there when it comes to social media, I have no idea why, but like even speaking on my Instagram stories is just like something I don't do. Like on YouTube, I can talk, well, talk, 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 talk. I'll come on camera, you know, my, my hair's not done, but it must just be like Instagram culture and environment where I just can't do that. Um, but even promoting my YouTube videos, telling people in person what I do, it's just so hard for me and always has been. I'm not really sure why I'm getting better at it. Like my goal for this year, because I'm, I was so fed up with just being so silent about it, was to create with no hesitation, no second guessing and no fear because I feel like that's what I have done for forever. Basically all that I've been doing this, I, I kind of built a foundation on on low confidence when it comes to creating my content and I'm just trying to get out of that. So even when it comes to this podcast, like right now in this moment, I'm filming the very first episode is something brand new to me. And every now and then, like, you know, as I've been preparing and prepping and like researching and stuff like that, I'll get scared about having to tell everyone that I'm, that I'm going to do this and like I'm pursuing this and like to watch or, you know, to listen and watch and tune in to something that I'm doing. For some reason, it scares me so much. And I'm not really sure why. Like, it, even more than speaking in public, like, I can do that. I'll be nervous, but I can do it. But it's something about social media, man. I don't know what it is. Back to my life story. So, um, after high school, I graduated college. I mean, no. <laughs> After high school, graduated high school, I had like my entire plan set. So I always wanted to go to UT, um, the University of Texas at Austin, but it's just UT. And um, that was like my dream school. Like it was a, a school that my family went to, like my mom went there. 
And I really, really, really loved Austin. Like I felt like Austin was really me. Um, but as soon as I got there, there was like a lot of stuff going on. Like my parents had divorced and like all throughout my high school career, I was kind of dealing with that. But I, again, I didn't tell anyone. I just was kind of like, I'm very private in a way. And so like none of my friends knew and I just, it didn't really affect me as, I didn't know how much it affected me until like years later, um, more recently, like the last two, three years. Um, but looking back, it's like, it really did because when I was going to college, I packed up and we were going, my dad took me, drove me to Austin, unpacked. And then, you know, as soon as we unpacked, he had to leave and my mom couldn't come. She had to work. And so I was like immediately by myself, like immediately, I just got dropped off and I was immediately by myself. I was in a dorm with the roommate, like everything about my life had completely done a 180, like it was complete opposite of what I was used to and how I grew up. So like I grew up with both of my parents and all of a sudden they, you know, weren't together anymore. I always had my own room and I was kind of pressured into having a roommate because everyone, you know, advisors and people always tell you like your freshman year, live in the dorm, you know, it's just like better, you'll make friends, this, this and that. And I really feel like that was my downfall because it was just so much change all at once and it was just a lot so I ended up leaving I, I literally did the entire process of going to college got there and I left a month later dropped out like everything like I literally dropped out a month later it was just a couple of weeks came home where I was like um well for one I, I majored in radio television and film um but that was actually my third choice so even though filmmaking was something that I really wanted to do um, I did think it would you know I would I would have liked it but when I got there I automatically knew after doing like a week of classes that I was probably going to change my major Um, but originally I wanted to pursue music because I had been doing music for so long and I really did enjoy the clarinet but honestly I just wasn't I didn't have the correct work ethic to be a music musician Um, I had potential but I did not practice nearly enough to be a music major. Um, And I also didn't do graphic design because my senior year, I had senioritis so, so, so bad that um, in my senior graphic design class just wasn't fun anymore because there was something with like the school and we couldn't do as much where I was just like, I'm not doing graphic design. So I, I didn't get music. I wasn't doing graphic design. And so I chose, there was like a few options left that I could choose since I got like rejected from music and I chose radio, television, film. So along with not having the right major, um, just not feeling good, which I didn't even know. I went home one week weekend. It was like a couple weeks in and I went home and my dad was like, are you like happy? Like, do you feel good? And I was like, no, I don't. And the next week I went back dropped out, packed up, and left that next weekend. Um, (laughs) It was just so crazy because I really did do everything and I really did try, but it just didn't work. So that like week, that week of that I knew I was leaving and that I was like packing up and stuff, I was like really doing some soul searching. I would um, go to the roof of my dorm, which I do have like my whole small, short, 
UT experience on my YouTube channel, like moving in a dorm hall and all of that stuff. So you could go back and like look at that. But um, I would go to the roof and just like go out and draw and paint and stuff. Like my saving grace was like, I went to the art supply store and spent the little bit of money I had on like art supplies. And I would just like, you know, try to make myself feel better and like relax. But it didn't really work out that much. And, but while I was on that roof, I found like, that's kind of when I found studio vlogs on YouTube and seeing artists be an artist for a living. And I was like, that's, that's what I want. Like that is exactly what I want. And I had never really seen it before. Um, because a lot of times like, so I'm not even going to get into that. Um, so on my way home, coming home, I had asked my dad if I could like use one of the rooms in the house as like an art studio and like I could do this and that. And originally it was kind of like a no, it was like, you know, we'll see type of thing. Um, but what I wanted at that time is exactly what I have now. Like what I'm sitting in is the, vi is the vision that I had at 18 years old, completely lost. I'm now living in it. So I couldn't be like more grateful and, you know, things eventually worked out. But like I said at the beginning, the last five years have just been very, very interesting. Just to get to like where I want, <laughs> what I want it to be. It was a whole lot of things I would have never expected. So that is my college <laughs> my college experience. So I had came home, took that remaining semester off. I finished my manicuring license. Um, I went to manicuring school, got my manicuring license. And I was going to do, nails was always going to be like my side hustle in college. Um, and that's how I kind of got into that. It was something that I was interested in. And I come from a family of cosmetologists. I was raised in a cosmetology school. My grandmother owned a cosmetology school. And there's just a lot cosmetology and trade in my family is very normal, supported. And it's kind of something like you should we it's kind of something I always grew up knowing is a good thing to have. Along with a degree, a trade is very, very valuable. So I chose nails um, and I did that. And I eventually went back to school that next semester and I finished my associate's degree in visual communications at um community at the Dallas Community College. So I ended up going back to graphic design, um, which I eventually found out was for me, like every time I'm working on something now in the last couple of years, I just, sometimes I amaze myself, like even if my work is not like super amazing compared to everyone else, like when I'm doing it, it just feels right. And sometimes I'm like, oh my gosh, like I really do this. Like I'm really good at it. So yeah, I have a associate's degree in visual communications, a manicuring license, and that's kind of like my background um, now. So the last couple of years, um, I've just been doing what I do, getting into like the content creation thing. And I was just kind of like riding the way for the last couple of years. And this is the first year where I'm kind of redirecting and honing it in to go in a direction that is better that better suits my career that I want to do long term um, because I never really saw myself making um, videos about my natural hair or like beauty content for forever. Um, so I kind of had the realization this last year while I was making my goals and 
planning everything out, it was like, it's kind of now or never because I, I want to go in one direction, but what I'm doing is in a different direction. And so I've been in the process of just combining those and like merging those two things together. I did work some retail and I was employed for a couple of years after I graduated high school and came back from UT. Um, But since 2019, I have technically been self-employed, although not until really this year have I been like sustaining myself, but I do work for myself. And this is like the, the, the last couple of months I have really felt like well, really the last year, ever since I bought my Jeep, I was like, yeah, I'm really doing it because <laughs> paying bills, I'm really paying them and I'm doing a good job at it. So I'm like, yeah, I work for myself. I'm self-employed because I'm paying bills and, you know, like I'm ha- I have an income. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty much all that I wanted to say about like my life and stuff like that. Like That's kind of my background. Um I'm not good at going into detail on things, so I probably glossed over a lot, but I'm sure over time, over the weeks, I'll dive more into details and stuff like that. So on to answering some questions that I got from Instagram. I asked my Instagram peeps to ask me some questions um, for a special video, which is this video, my first podcast episode. So let me go find them. All right, so the first question is, what playlists are you listening to at the moment? I've been really into, um, hold on, what's his name? Today I was listening to Larry June, but I've been listening to, what is, I can't remember his name. Illuje, Illuje, Illuje. I've been listening to Illuje, um, like on repeat, especially here at work. It's kind of like a nice vibe for like studios, kind of light and fun and airy. So next question. How would you describe your aesthetic? Honestly, I don't know. How would I describe my aesthetic? Recently, I've been liking the words. Um, I think I've kind of been in the process of, a, of a, an aesthetic change or really just an aesthetic that's more me and that's more true to myself. So I think it's kind of like fun, playful, but cool. That's usually like, I like fun and vibrant, but I like to keep a cool factor in there, like a little edge, a little edginess. Um, those are the words that come to mind at the moment. Next question. What has been your hardest bad habit to overcome? P.S. I love you. I love you too. Um, my hardest bad habit. Okay. I have a bad habit, a bad, bad, bad habit of eating chips in the whole bag. (laughs) I would say like, that's my worst bad habit that I'm trying to overcome. And the only way that I've been able to not do it is just to not, I have to completely cut myself off from chips. Um, I have a chip addiction and I like to get like the big bags of chips. I don't like small bags of chips and like the family size bags and I'll eat the whole thing in one night, one sitting. It's like, and it'll be kind of like a full meal. Like it'll fill me up eventually, but it's more like a stomach ache that'll fill me up. But, um, 
that's the heart that's the hardest one and I just have to not buy chips anymore because like I don't overeat anything else like pretzels popcorn I don't overeat that but chips oh I love a good chip um next question is what do you value most in your life in my life probably my family the people that I care about my loved ones I value them the most Oh, look, someone asked, what are some good podcasts you listen to? Hopefully, you'll be listening to this podcast. So I'm going to recommend mine, although I don't know how good it is because I haven't even done it yet. This, I'm in the middle of doing it. Um, but I really love The Girl's Bathroom and uh, the Mallory Bros podcast. And I listen to a new podcast. It's called Sunny 16, which is like the moment brand people's podcast they started a new company and they just talk about like creative stuff I really like that and those are the ones that I've been listening to a lot like the girls bathroom and the Mally Bros podcast I listen to every week faithfully like Wednesday Friday I have a podcast to listen to and so that's like where I really was like I love podcasts because I just love listening to them I really got into them um, when I had to drive two hours to see my boyfriend every weekend or every other weekend and the podcast would like take me all the way there. I would usually drive on a Friday night and it would just take me all the way there. And I was like, it's just like the best thing because music after a while, it'll, I'll still get tired, but with a podcast and just like talking for forever and forever, I'm like fully engaged and I don't get tired. So it's kind of like watching a show but it's good for driving because you don't have to look at anything. But I would still watch shows on the way back, like a good episode of Law and, Law and Order SVU. That would take me back. Someone asks, how's the relationship going? I am in a relationship. It is long distance currently. Very, 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 very long distance. And it's going good. It's going as good as it can be for a long distance relationship. Um, but it won't be like that forever. So, But I would say it's going great. What's another major goal that you're looking forward to achieving? And that would have to be like my current goals are like very, very short term is starting this podcast and getting my website published. So those are my two last goals that I have for the first quarter of the year. And I'm on track to achieving them. It's, you know, March is, on, is, is going by fast, but I should be on track. All right, next question is, what made you start your YouTube channel? Um, I did kind of touch on this, and video has always been something I liked. Photography, cameras, literally been an interest of mine since for forever, and um, watching, learning things on the internet and watching videos early, in the early, early days of YouTube. Like, I used to watch Fred, okay, like a long, 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 long time ago just having a general for having, you know, seeing the platform of YouTube and then having an interest in video and like just the ins and outs of that made me want to start a YouTube channel. At the time, it was more like a, it seemed more like a social media platform, whereas now it's like this hub of information where you can search anything and there's a video for it and someone who's explaining like the most detailed niche things. Um, but then it was just kind of like, oh, you know, more like a social media page because at that time you could really customize your like YouTube channel page and stuff like that. So next question is, oh, favorite form of potato. I loved this question because it's a chip. It's a potato chip. 
Second is fries. No, second is tater tots, then fries. And then like a breakfast potato hash brown. But the thing is, I love all potatoes. I am a carbivore. I'm vegan, but I eat carbs. I've been a carbivore. <laughs> I've been more of a carbivore than a vegan the last, ever since I became vegan, really. And I'm trying to do better about being eating vegetables and like grains and more whole foods. I haven't been the healthiest vegan. Um, so yeah, I've been vegan since I was 16, I think. And then before that, I was vegetarian since I was 11. So I've been, I've been meatless for about 11 years. Next question is what sparks your creativity? I think, what sparks my creativity? Seeing a good movie sparks my creativity, like a good indie film or abstract, artsy. I don't even know how to, just, to, to describe it, but watching a movie gives me lots of inspiration, lots of lots of inspiration. Um, listening to classical music, it, it turns on this like different mode in my brain and I just feel like I can do anything. Um, seeing art, going to a museum or a gallery, just feels very, very good. And what else? Yeah, I think those are the top three things. Next question is, how would you describe your childhood? My childhood was very, very cool, I think. I really enjoyed my childhood. I had a very good childhood. Um, that's where, like, my creativity flourished. That's where I learned how to do a lot of things. And I found out that I just liked doing a lot of things. I was a big crafter. I would paint. And then I taught myself how to crochet. Um, I liked taking pictures. I would edit videos for fun. I would make bracelets, duct tape wallets embroidery thread boondog like I was just I would just do everything my parents supported everything that I ever wanted to do we did weekly trips to like Michael's and they put me in various things like sports and I went to, like I went to theater camp and different creative type of camps because I went to another one like in fourth grade um I did took guitar lessons gymnastics like I just tried a lot I was able to try a lot of things as a child and I think that's a big part of why I am the way I am now because I was just allowed to explore my interests as a child so thanks mom and dad um someone says how did you become so good at graphic design I was so so surprised by this question because I was like how do you know like how do you know I'm a graphic designer <laughs> Y'all, so the other day I was watching um, a visual podcast, the Sunny 16 one, and they explained um, imposter syndrome, which I'd always heard of, but never really looked it up. I just heard people say it. Um, but the way they explained it, I haven't. That is like me to a T. Because the fact that like, I'm a graphic designer, like what have you seen that I'm a graphic designer? Because I don't feel like I've done anything. And I'm like, like my constant thought is like, I haven't done anything to show that I'm anything. So how does anyone know that I'm anything? You know, like that's how I think. So um, <laughs> I don't know if this is serious or not, or if you really do think I'm good. <laughs> um, I do think I'm good at, like I said before, 
like when I'm doing it, I'm like, oh my gosh, it's so good. Like I designed the cover for this podcast today and the idea that I was able to come up with, like I really, really do love it. Um, But how did I become so good? I've been doing it for a very long time. So the learning curves, I I was able to overcome when I was young. And, you know, you kind of have like more tolerance for learning things. So I had already taught myself a lot of Adobe programs before I even got to high school where I started um, like the graphic design classes. So I used to do um, like with the video editors in Adobe, I would download the free trials, which you had like a 30 day free trial once a year. And I would even create new emails, like stuff like that. And it was literally what I did for fun. Like I found enjoyment out of playing around in programs, like Adobe programs. And so when I got to high school and I took the like introduction class, which was audio vision, audio video class or whatever, which was like intro to graphic design, basically, I kind of already knew how to use the program. And then I also have a highly creative background and... I have like an eye for design and like things, how things could look and stuff like that. So along with like talent, just like a natural talent kind of, I think, um, I've been doing it since before I was 13. So you just have to do practice a lot. Practice, practice, practice. Like I also... Although I've been doing it for so long, I don't even like know how to fully use all of those programs. So I'm by no means like just because I've been doing it so long, am I like the best or that you have to spend so many much time or so many years on something to like know everything about it. Because um, if you're like good with your time and very intentional, you can get good fast, I think. I think design is easy in a lot of ways, but then not easy in a lot of ways. Um, next question is, how old are you? Did you go to uni? I'm 22 and I did, but I already told you how that went down. <laughs> how is your personal style journey progressing? So I've been doing a series on my YouTube channel called uh, Building My Dream Wardrobe. I haven't been good at posting about it, but I did do like the first two episodes where I was like finding my new style and decluttering my closet. And since then, I've been incorporating more color which I didn't think that I would be able to do because originally it did kind of scare me. Um, so I've been like, what I have on today, it's a purple jumpsuit that I got from Target. And I think I've been attracted to more colors lately, especially for the summertime. Um, next question is coloring my hair again. Probably not. I have this last little patch of pink and I'm Every week I'm like, oh, I should just dye it black. I should just dye it black. So I think the next time that I do go to color my hair, it might just be all black, maybe. But as far as like recoloring my whole head, not anytime soon because I want the color to grow out. Um, so I still have like about half my hair is still colored. So I wouldn't really be able to do anything about it because I did put permanent black dye on all my hair. Um, next question is, in what ways have you grown artistically? Which is a very good question. Um, how do people do these? And like, do y'all's throats get dry? Because mine is starting to get all raspy. Um, <clears throat> I should have tea next time to like keep my throat warm. I think most recently I've grown 
I've been working on my drawing skills. So this year I did set out to do a 365 day drawing challenge. I have not been doing that great, but I am considering myself to still be doing it, even though I've, I've missed so many days at this point, but there's so many more days left. I'm like, I could still, you know, kind of keep somewhat on track. Um, as, but I think it hasn't really, it's not really a skill as so much as my confidence is getting a little bit better and just like my ideas and what I and what I want to do, just like being more confident and not second guessing. Like I said, that's been my goals and I've really been trying to do that, not think so hard about something. And like if I have the idea just to do it and if it's wrong, it's wrong and I just do it over again. That's kind of what I've been working on lately. Next question is, when are you the happiest? Which is kind of the same answer to like the when when um what inspires me like in those same moments I feel like very very happy um I also feel very happy when I'm like I have the idea in my head and I bring it to life and it's exactly what I wanted like the cover for this podcast I had an idea and then I was like no that's not gonna work and then I came up with a new idea that kind of better suited and that would kind of portray or explain the idea a little bit more visually and I did it today tested out a lot of different things a lot of things didn't work and I came up with something that I really really liked like that feels good um my favorite comfort food our next question is what's your favorite comfort food and um it's chips I like if, if I've had a bad day I'm like oh I just need a bag of chips like <laughs> like a drug or something and I have the bag of chips and I'm great all right so last question for today is how did you get into making your own press on nails and that just started from pursuing the nail tech life i got my manicuring license when i was 18 and then i attempted to start taking clients um and i took a few and i found out that that kind of wasn't for me like working with a client there was a lot of anxiety on my end where it was just like, this isn't fun at all. And then there was also the aspect of having to do what they wanted, whereas I used nails as an expression, kind of like um, the nail was the canvas and I was like putting my art on it and that's kind of how I saw it. And looking like eventually I probably could have gotten to a point where that I was creating more, like I was being a little bit more artistic with it because that's very popular right now. Design is like so abstract now. It hasn't always been that way. Um, so I was like, yeah, clients aren't for me. And um, even before I, even before I went to nail manicuring school, and I started getting into nails, that's where I, I found my like love for nails. I did glue on nails. Like I got acrylics for a couple of times. Um, but I really liked gluing on the nails and then painting them because it lasted a, long, a lot longer. So I would take the exact same like thing that a press-on is made out of, and but then paint my, my nails on my hand, if that makes sense. Um, so that kind of idea, that's kind of where the idea stemmed from because I, I did it originally. And when I found out like, oh, clients wasn't it, and I could just make press-on nails, I had been seeing that thing kind of resurge in a way I jumped on it and um it's been a the best way for me to do nails as someone who doesn't really enjoy taking clients that much 
and also wants to express myself through nails. So that's how I got into it. And that's it. So that's the end of this very, very, very first episode of Creatively Overwhelmed. I'm so excited to get into some topics. Um, like I said, this is just all about creative experience, the lifestyle, different things that you have as an artist, a creative, just a creative person. You don't even have to be an artist, but just someone who thinks creatively. And um, yeah, I'm really excited to get this going. So so to end off every podcast, I wanted to just head out with some encouragement. Um, so this quote is simply, why not now? Literally, why not now? Why not do it now? Why not start it now? Um, that's something that I've struggled with the last year, probably, especially like with this podcast, for example. I had the idea over six months ago. And although sometimes you do need preparation and things take time, um, there was a, a bit of procrastination on my end and just scared fear, feelings of fear about starting something new and putting myself out there. So when it comes to anything, especially art-wise or just anything that you want to do, it doesn't have to be art-wise. Um, about your career, your goals, what you see for yourself, why not now? You can start now. If you want to do it, do it. So that's all I have to say. That's all I have to say. And if you're going to do it, do it hard. <laughs> Go for it hard. Don't stop. Don't care about what anyone else is thinking. I have to tell myself this, like, just do it. If you really see this for yourself, do it with no hesitation. All right. That's all I have to say. I did want to say I do have a discord server that you guys can join. Um, I do want to be I do want the ability to take the conversations that we have here somewhere else. So you can like chat about them. There will be a whole little chat dedicated to this podcast where we can talk about stuff or just, you know, you can say great episode or something like that. Um, so join the discord. That link will be in the show notes of this episode in the description box or on my website, blakechild.com. So thank you guys for listening or watching. Like I said, visuals are on my YouTube channel. Um, don't forget to follow the podcast wherever you're listening to it or subscribe to my YouTube channel. Um, the show notes will be on my website and they should be in the description of the podcast. I'm not really sure exactly where, but um, visit my website, blakechild.com. It's brand new. It looks amazing. So amazing. Um, so yeah, I'm so excited for this. I hope you guys enjoyed it and I will catch y'all later. Bye.